Welcome to Soul Care Astrology, the podcast that helps you turn to the moon, stars, and Mother Nature for guidance in planning your days and finding your way home to yourself. I'm your host, Sarah McCormick, the astrologer behind Bella de Luna Astrology and the creator of the Soul Care Planner. So if you listened to my June Cosmic Messages, you heard me talk about June and how June was really a healing balm. June was, or is, I should say, a time to slow down, to rest, to give yourself the space, the time um, that you need to take the opportunity to heal. And that was really what was coming through to me for June was that we could heal something, but only if we took the opportunity. July, however, is going to be different. Uh, July energy is very much, it's fiery. It's, it's like, it's when you go outside and it's not just really hot, but it's really muggy and it's oppressive and it feels like you can feel the weight of the air just like pushing down on you because it is just so hot and humid. That is what July feels like to me. And it also feels a little fiery in the sense of there might be eruptions, there might be conflicts, there might be disagreements. And the reason I am overviewing June and July is because those are the two months that cancer season overlaps. And cancer season, generally speaking, is all about family. It's about home and security. It's about what helps you feel safe. You want to spend more time with your family during cancer season. And when I'm saying family, I don't just mean blood relatives. I mean who you feel safe around, who you feel most like yourself around, who is your family to you. This is when we really have um, a desire to gather with our family, to share meals with our family, to let them know that we love them, that we care about them. This is also collectively a time, cancer season, where we want to feather our nest. We want our homes to feel safe and nurturing and a warm environment that we can fully relax in. Cancer season can also be a little emotional because the sign of cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon represents our emotions. So during cancer season, we can feel a little more sensitive. Um, we can also be a little bit more vulnerable in the sense of we might react or overreact to something. And think of the image of a crab, uh, which is the archetype of cancer, and how a crab might, you know, uh, retreat into its shell 
when it is alarmed or feels unsafe. And also the, like the saying of someone is feeling crabby, you know, the crab has the pinchers that can really, they really hurt <laughs> when they grab onto you. And that can be also uh, collectively some energy that we encounter during cancer season. But I also want to touch base on some of the specific astrology that we are going to encounter over the next few weeks during cancer season. So cancer season begins on June 21st this year, and the next day, June 22nd, Venus is going to enter Gemini. So when Venus is in Gemini, we are very like diplomatic um, in our relationships where we really desire, we crave, um, we value clear communication and a lot of variety in our relationships. We want to be mentally stimulated. We want to have like really intellectual conversations. Um, we like changing things up, uh, keeping a variety in our relationship with the things we do. We are more sociable. We are more communicative communicative. Um, we like to learn information. This is a time where like reading is more of a thing. Um, the downside of Venus in Gemini is that Venus in Gemini doesn't like to sit in emotions very long. And so there can be some distance with really tapping in or feeling our emotions. Um, and so that can just lead to some trouble spots in our relationships. On June 28th, we will have a new moon in Cancer wrapping up the June energies. And so this new moon in Cancer is really about security, boundaries. Um, you know, it's a really good time to look at your boundaries around how you particularly nurture and treat yourself because so often we as a society are very good at caring for nurturing for taking care of others but we don't apply that same energy to ourselves so this new moon in cancer is a great time to kind of make a fresh start and how you treat yourself and how you apply that really nurturing caretaking energy to yourself. The same day, June 28th, Neptune stations retrograde. And Neptune is the planet of illusion and confusion. It's, you know, dreams versus reality. And so when Neptune is retrograde, it kind of gives us um, a reality check. It helps us see what dreams we have that maybe we actually don't have anymore, dreams that we used to have that we've been holding on to, but don't fit us anymore. They don't serve us anymore. It's also a good time to just check in uh, with your faith, with your spirituality to, you know, really get in touch to what, 
what means the most to you in your life, like where you find meaning in your life. And then on July 1st, uh, we have a really big transit. You know, I generally don't mention the specific transits in the Zodiac season forecast, but this one's really big. <laughs> on July 1st, Mars is going to square Pluto. And Mars square Pluto is a really big transit. Um, anytime we have a square, <laughs> sorry if you can hear my cat meowing, uh, anytime we have a square, that is a transit that is going to involve action. Squares prompt us to take action, usually from discomfort. We're taking action out of a place of discomfort so we can feel comfortable again. Um, Mars is the planet of anger, frustration, action, willpower, aggression, warrior energy. Pluto is death and rebirth and destruction and um, transformation. Mars square Pluto can be a very explosive transit. Mars square Pluto can really bring out a lot of frustrations. It can have people flying off the handle. Um, it can just really be uncomfortable. And this transit, we are going to be feeling build up um, probably from, you know, a weekish. We've been feeling it for a while, but definitely the last week of June, uh, we're going to start feeling that transit build up into July 1st when it's an exact and we'll still have the effects of it, you know, after July 1st. And so with Mars square Pluto, we can really struggle with egos. We can have power struggles. Um, people just really become can become aggressive. We can see people become controlling, abuses of power, um, really wanting to kind of assert dominance over someone else. Um, and again, it's just it's an explosive transit. So. It'll be interesting to watch the news around this day um, to see if this is more of a has more of a global impact or if it's more of a personal impact in your life where just it, you know it's a day where everyone is just irritable and angry and frustrated. And then we move on to July 5th, where Mars is going to enter Taurus. Mars in Taurus is very stubborn energy. Taurus is already stubborn, but then you add Mars to it, and it is can be very resistant to change. Um, but at the same time, Mars gives Taurus energy, so we can just keep plotting on to our goals. We're, we're okay with it taking a long time to get to where we want. The same day, Mercury enters Cancer. And Mercury in Cancer is more sensitive. Our communications 
become more emotional, but also kind of more intuitive. Like we, we think and we speak more from our heart than our head. And it can be harder to be objective while Mercury is in Cancer because everything we're processing through our emotions and it's really hard to separate the two. We will have our first quarter moon on July 6th. It'll be in Libra. This is be a time to take action towards the intention you set at the new moon because the first quarter moon is in Libra. It's an air sign. This may have, you know, you may find that you are communicating about your intention. You are working with others. You are collaborating. You are somehow bringing beauty or harmony or balance or justice in a way to your intention. Then on July 13th, we have the full moon in Capricorn. So full moons illuminate, they bring something to light. It's also a time of celebration of recognizing your hard work. A full moon in Capricorn is usually around themes of responsibility, duty, um, obligation, authority. And so a full moon in Capricorn may illuminate for you some blind spots you have to these themes. It may be a time where you are wrapping something up or completing something that you have been responsible for, that you have been obliged to do. On uh, July, let's see what day is this, 19th, Chiron retrograde will begin. And Chiron is the is an asteroid. It's not a planet. It's an asteroid and it's considered the wounded healer if you know the mythology behind Chiron. And with Chiron retrograde, it's a time to review your wounds. It's a time to review your hurts. It's a time to review um, like where perhaps like where you lack self-confidence and you can start to kind of get some ideas as you're reviewing of how you might make these things better, um, how you might make them these like points, um, I'm thinking like these points less painful for you. How, how can you work with these things? How can you, um, What's the word I'm looking for? Integrate. There we go. How can you integrate these lessons? And then once Chiron retrograde is over, that's when you can take action towards whatever you've, you've discovered during this point. The same day, July 19th, Mercury is going to enter Leo. And this is just really fun when Mercury is in Leo. It really gives us a boost to our creativity. Um, we can be more spontaneous, especially in regards to our communications and our thoughts. Um, we are a little bit more confident with our words and our voice and confident in what we have to say. We are a little bit more um, expressive in our communications. And when Mercury is in Leo, we can be we can have a little bit more charisma. We can be more persuasive, you know, this, which is great for like public speaking. 
And then we wrap up uh, Cancer season with the last quarter moon in Aries, which will be on July 20th. And the last quarter moon is a time to release what's no longer working for you, what's no longer serving you, what you feel like is holding you back. Um, anything just feels like a burden that you're like, I am, I am done with this. And this is a last quarter moon in Aries. So if you know, it's safe for you, um, to do some kind of like writing what you want to release on a piece of paper and then burn it. That would be a great way to tap into the fire energy of Aries. Um, also anything to do with movement really, you know, Aries is like really passionate and fiery. So like really strenuous, um, thinking like getting your body really warm kind of movement or like shouting or screaming. Those are all very much like Aries releasing rituals that you could do. And so this is, this is, this is cancer season. This is what we have coming up. Um, cancer season, cancer season is generally very, we're more sensitive, you know, we're more sensitive, but we're also more intuitive. We're more connected to our emotions. And in particular, this cancer season, there, there's a lot of mercury transits, uh, which hints that we are going to be doing a lot more communication. We're going to be doing a lot more, um, there's gonna be a lot more focus, you know, telling people how we feel, telling people that we care about them, telling people, um, when they've hurt us, using our voice, speaking up for ourselves, standing up for ourselves, having boundaries. I think, you know, the gentler energy of June is going to give us a little bit of uh, respite for the more intense fiery energy of July, where we're going to need to enforce our boundaries, where we're going to need to enforce having a safe place. We are going to need to enforce being able to care for ourselves, um, the same way we, we care for others. And so I really feel like that's the energy coming through for a cancer season. And now for some horoscopes for cancer season. So Aries for you, cancer season is a time to focus on your home and family, your roots, what helps you feel safe and secure. This may be a time where you are feathering your nest, you're thinking about moving, you're evaluating where you live, who you live with, um, your ancestors, where you feel like you belong. Taurus for cancer season, this is a really great time for making new connections, connecting with old friends and networking, collaborating with others. This is really important time for you also to speak up and use your voice to share your message. Gemini for you, cancer season is when you're really focused on security, especially financial security or what really helps you feel safe and comfortable. Um, what you value, what's really important to you. And this is also a really great time to evaluate your finances, you know, shore up any leaks you have in your budget, or maybe make a budget if you don't have one. 
Cancer for you, Cancer season is all about getting a clearer understanding, uh, more depth to your understanding of who you are. And this is really a time where you're uncovering more about your purpose, your identity, and you are able to take action to move towards your your higher self, like the, the self you want to grow into. Leo, for you, Cancer season is all about retreating, um, kind of spending time alone, going inward, reflecting on your past, really evaluating where you are right now so you can look at where you've come from, what you've learned, and how you can apply that to where you want to go. This is also just a time to rest and like refill your energetic cup because after Cancer season comes Leo season and that's your time to shine. Uh, Virgo, for you, Cancer season is all about your community and friend groups, um, gathering with others, gathering with groups, working with groups, you really feel more social during this time. Libra, cancer season for you is all about your career and your purpose, your higher calling. So this is really the best time of the year to make moves in your career, uh, whether that's launching something, putting your resume out there, changing jobs, learning something new to help you get to the job you want. This is all really great for you. Scorpio, cancer season is about stretching your legs. It's about going on adventures, exploring new things, learning something, especially in terms of higher education types of learning. This is really also great for writing and publishing for you, as well as exploring your spirituality, your faith, and what, you know, the meaning of life for you. Sagittarius, for you, Cancer season is a time of deep transformation. You might find that themes around power, personal power, how you use power, how you relate to power are really coming up for you now. And the next few weeks are really great for therapy, for shadow work, um, for, you know, diving deep and perhaps getting comfortable with your sexuality. This is a time, um, where just like death and life and all of those like really gnarly big life themes can really come out so to for you to work with capricorn cancer season is a time for you to focus on your relationships especially your intimate or one-on-one -on -one relationships so this can apply to romantic partners as well as you know, anyone you are like working with on a deep level, like coworkers or, you know, partners and works in some way. And this is a time where boundaries may become blurred or weak. And so you'll really want to make sure you're enforcing those boundaries, um, but also like not pushing people away or isolating yourself. Aquarius, for you, Cancer season is about your work-life balance. It's about um, your daily routine where perhaps there are energy leaks in your daily habits and routines where you are 
you know, not spending your energy on things that are really valuable to you, that are important to you. And so this is where you might just be evaluating that. You might be implementing more self-care or just mindfulness into your day. And Pisces, for you, cancer season is all about your creativity. It's all about being able to express yourself, um, following your spontaneity, really following your passions and see where they lead you. So I hope this was a helpful overview for cancer season, and I hope you all have a lovely cancer season. Until next time. Loved today's episode? Be sure to subscribe and leave me a rating or review in your favorite podcast app. It'll help me create more episodes that you will love. For more tools to help you find your own path with the guidance of the stars, visit belladeluna.com.